You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome. This is Jamie Migdahl, and I am your host for episode number six of Pets Mean Business here on Pet Life Radio Network. So glad that you're here. We've been having just incredible shows talking to incredible people about, well, incredible things that they're doing in the industry that is, the pet industry. And if you're listening to our show, then you obviously are either in the pet industry, you want to be in the pet industry, you know something about the pet industry, or you just came upon us by accident and wondered, what does it mean, pets mean business? Well, let me tell you, that's exactly what it is. We're talking to people who work on the business side of pets. So meaning that they could be entrepreneurs, or they could be innovators, or they could be product people making interesting new products that help pets live better lives. Also on the volunteer side, we also feel that that's a very, I feel like that's a very important part of the pet industry is all of the folks doing interesting things on the nonprofit side. So everything from rescue work to um, any other animal welfare type of activity. So everything that you can possibly think of. We had a a really great guest on a few weeks ago who worked with birds and she, uh, Kristen Ludwig was her name. Uh, She was great. And she, she was totally unique, right? She came on, she loves birds. She rescued a bird and she turned that into creating a resiliency program for children. So like, that's just the scope of folks that we talk to. We're really lucky to have such a great, great group of people to talk to. And the reason is because our industry is totally awesome. Um, I've been in the pet industry for 20 years. I always say this in the beginning of the show because I think it's super important. You know, I've been in the pet industry 20 years. And in those 20 years, there's literally not been one day of my entire 20-year history where I haven't felt just really lucky to be a part of this industry. And every day, every month, every day, every, every, everything, I just feel closer and closer to the people who are doing great work in this industry. So if you are looking to get in, please, there's room for you. There's room for everybody who loves animals and loves people. We're sitting here and if you need something, you can reach out to me, Jamie at PetLifeRadio.com. You can check out my website, JamieMigdahl.com. I'm totally here for you. I want to see you be successful in the pet industry. I've been really lucky and very fortunate as have all of my guests. And so we're the people who who can help you find your way if you're looking for a way. So on that note, we are probably, you're probably wondering, well, who's today? Well, today's guest is a woman who I actually, full disclaimer, know and have known for a long time. She's a Chicagoan, which is where we're located here. And she's like, she is, Jessica, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit. She's one of these entrepreneurs that I've been watching for however many years now. I don't, I'm not even sure how many years it's been. Jessica, how many years have you been in the pet industry in Chicago now? Eight years. Okay, so eight years. So for eight years, eight years ago, I heard about this woman, Jessica. I've been watching your career, watching you do really cool things. Never had the opportunity to sit down and talk to you. Heard things with the grapevine, followed you on social media, and then good luck, good fortune brought you to my office for a different thing. And I got to meet this person and I was totally blown away in that moment. And by your energy and your passion and your just your honesty, your authenticity. And since then, you and I have, I think, you know, again, full disclosure. I think we've developed just a really beautiful professional relationship and in putting a list of guests together for the show and, you know, thinking about who do I think is like really someone that people should hear their story. Your name, of course, was at the top of the list. So Jessica Abernathy, welcome to Pets Mean Business. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I want to just give everyone a little bit of background on your career and let them know, you know, just who is Jessica Abernathy? So first of all, what I think happens sometimes when people are listening to shows, they're also doing this multitasking, getting online. So let's go ahead and give out. So if people are doing that, let's go ahead and give out your website. And yeah, let's start with your website. So here's the thing, everybody, we should probably really warn people about this, Jess. Jessica has four different activities happening in the pet space. So we're going to try to keep it all straight because she's doing for-profit entrepreneurial things. She has a digital business that she's working on, and she's also in the nonprofit section. So we have to kind of figure this whole thing out. Let's start with your digital business. Let's start with Chicago Canine Concierge. You want to give that website? Our website is chicagocanineconcierge.com. You can find us on Twitter with that, and it's C-H-I, capital K, and the number nine concierge, um, you can find us there. Going Keep us the in the right. Yeah, why not? Listen, okay. why not? Let's, right. just, let's just do it. <laughs> I own a company called ProfessionalPetSittersInc.com. It's a dog walking company out of Chicago. We also am, I own um, Chicagoland Cat Sitter. And I am on the board of directors for the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. That's my non-for-profit. And you are, um, let's not be so coy, you're also the president-elect. <laughs> modest, right? Yes. Exactly. Jessica is the president-elect <laughs> of that organization, which is a very, very um, prestigious organization in the pet professional world, National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, and she becomes, uh, her term begins in 2017, but she's already actively involved. Jessica and everyone, yes, <laughs> it's like, who is this person? Who is this person? She's got all these things going on. Well, let's talk about it. So here's the deal. Jessica, you know, we always ask, like, how did you get into the pet space? And you began your career in the corporate, on the corporate side working for United Airlines. And from there, you worked your way into the corporate headquarters where you started running the training departments and you were managing 3,000 employees. And really, managing 3,000 employees is mind-boggling to me that you were able to do it and do it in such a way that you were in a corporate setting. Clearly, that helped you a lot in your entrepreneurial endeavors because really management is most of what we do as entrepreneurs when we have employees. It's all about the management strategy and all that other stuff is there too. But if you know how to manage people, you're going to be uber successful. So there you are. You spent 10 years as an employee at United doing a lot of customer service and managing lots of employees and doing lots of training. And then what happened? What happened? You want to tell us what happened after that? You know, I got laid off. It was called a furlough in the airline industry, and I knew it was coming, so I put myself through beauty school and became a nail technician and worked for 12 years for myself, owning my own business, and went into the beauty business and loved it. I loved gossiping every day with all the women and men and did that for 12 years. From that, my pet career blossomed. For the one fact that one of my nail clients asked me to take care of a cat named Marge. And Marge was the start of my pet sitting business. I love so. it. You know, it's funny. All pet entrepreneurs have that one thing, that one story, that one trigger, the lever that brought them to the industry when they hadn't even really considered it as a serious endeavor. All right. So we're going to go ahead and, and let everyone soak all this in, <laughs> all about who you are. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get really granular and talk a lot about your personal story and help folks understand how they can have some of these same experiences in their life life. So this is Jamie Migdahl. You're listening to Pet Life Radio and this is Pets Mean Business and we will be right back. Tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last? 
switch to world's best cat litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick clumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's best cat litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We are back. We are back. You are listening to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. I'm your host, Jamie McDowell. You can, um, I always say, I avail myself to you. You can reach me, Jamie, at PetLifeRadio.com. You can visit my personal website, which is JamieMigdahl.com. Anything you need, please let me know. I know lots of people who can do lots of things to help you if you're looking to work in or you already work in the pet space. It's a lot of friendly people who want to help each other out, and I I feel like... um, Aren't we lucky, Jessica, to have that? Yes, we are. Very much so. I know. It's like, I mean, what other industry would you want to be in right now if you weren't working in pets? What would you do? You know, I would probably go back to the beauty. Would you want to be an Uh, entrepreneur in that space? I would just be an independent contractor for myself, but I wouldn't own the salon again. I'll I'll, I'll just work for myself. That's fine. All right. Fair enough. So, but the fact is that you know that, like you have that, you know that if you, you have something else that you can fall back on, which I think is really interesting because I find that in the pet industry, and I don't know if you found this to be the case too, and it's not for you anymore because you're obviously so deeply entrenched in it and you've been so successful and you have a very successful career ahead of you. But I do think that a lot of people get into the pet space kind of in a, in a more of a hobbyist fashion or they do it kind of as a side job, especially as it relates to pet care and always feel like they need to have a um, something to kind of fall back on. When did you realize in your career that you didn't need that anymore? I would probably say about two and a half years into it. I realized that I still owned the beauty salon and I was doing the pet industry. I was doing my pet um, walking company. And about two and a half years into it, I realized I was overworking and I didn't need to stay in the beauty business if I didn't want to. And I, at that point, I needed to choose which career I was going to focus on more and which one I was going to, I think, succeed at. And I felt that the pet industry was the better choice. And I took the plunge and not regretted it since. So did you think, uh, that's great to hear, did you see, in terms of making that decision to become a full-time pet professional and pet entrepreneur, what did you base that decision on? Was it financial? Was it lifestyle? Was it colleague? What was the thing that really, or the things, I guess, that really pushed you, pushed you to say, to make the commitment to be full-time? I think it was a combination of financial and lifestyle. I enjoy the fact that I kind of set my own hours and I enjoy the fact that I'm outside. I enjoy the fact that I'm exercising. I enjoy the fact of being around somebody that absolutely loves me every time I walk in the door, no matter 
how bad my day is, their day is fantastic because I walk through the door. It's just a very grateful and gratifying job. And I loved that aspect of it. And I decided that it was, it was a happier place for me. And I enjoyed that tremendously. You know, it's interesting, right? Because you talk about this joy of being with animals and having them elevate our spirit and, you know, give us a place to really connect on a totally different level. And I remember, too, I remember when I started my dog walking company, and you and I have this in common, when I started Out You Go, whatever, 20 years ago, there was a, someone ran this newspaper, you know, like a local newspaper article about my company and what I was doing. And I had, at the time, I was driving a Jeep Wrangler. And uh, I was mm-hmm. 25 years old with my Jeep Wrangler, you know, totally stupid, had my dogs always in the car, never seat belted in, the top down. I mean, like, things that I literally shudder in horror about now. But anyway, I did that. And I would have my little dog walking company magnets on the side of the truck. And it was like this thing. And someone took a picture and they put it in the paper. And I said, my quote was, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was said something to the effect of, you know, my life is perfect, right? Because I walk around, uh, I have uh, anyone I drive past sees my dog and my Jeep and they just can't have to smile and I feel as though that is the gift that I bring to the world or something like this, right? But at some point, and you're describing that same thing, at some point you start to scale, right? At some point it doesn't make sense for it to be you holding the leash or you walking into the house. So let's talk about that transition between that just uber joy, running around with a dog on a leash and smiling or driving around the Jeep with top down. Let's talk about what happens kind of where that begins to really change and metamorphosize into something different. How did that happen for you? You know, it kind of just gradually and kind of just happened. I realized that I was taking on more clients that I could physically handle. I recruited now my husband, then my boyfriend to start working with me. And then after, (laughs) yeah, got to love the Mm -hmm. man. And then after Mm -hmm. a little while, I realized I needed to hire somebody to work with me. And I realized that if I find the right people, I don't always have to be the one holding the leash. You know, if I hire do the right things to educate my staff to make sure that they do things just the way I do it. It's just as good as me being in there. I realized that that was the best thing for me to keep growing because you can pick and choose in this industry if you want to be a sole prop, which is just yourself, or if you mm-hmm. want to grow your business. And if you mm-hmm. grow your business, you need to be you know behind the scenes growing the business and not always in the field. Now, that's not saying that I don't have days that I'm out there walking dogs with everybody of else. Course. Because it, of course. It's a nice reality check to make sure that I remember what everybody else is going through. That's right. But it's a great, you know, I enjoy the back end as much as I, I work in the field, as I would call it. So how many employees do you have currently between pet sitters and cat sitters? How many do you have? total? 18 right now. 18 total. Okay. Do you think, I mean, you, you have a good vantage on the industry. Are, is 18 for a dog walking and pet sitting company, is 18 a, uh, on the larger size staff, middle or smaller? I would go, I'm probably a middle. I would go solid middle. I would say anything between one to nine is, you know, can be considered to small to middle. 10 to, I would say, 18 is a solid middle, and then anything from like 19 on up is considered larger. So I'm I'm pushing the mark. You're pushing the envelope? Yeah, I'm pushing the envelope, I think, anyway. Do you want to be bigger? Do you want, can you see yourself having 40 dog walkers and cat sitters? I would love it. You would? I, I, I like that. I do. I'm I'm one of those those people that thrives off of that. I enjoy it. I wake up on Monday mornings and it's like, okay, today is going to be the day. We can conquer Monday. If you can conquer Monday, the rest of the week is awesome. So it's oh like, God, let the true. chaos be in 
And by noon, if it's settled, we're going to have a phenomenal week. And we always have a phenomenal week. Yay! I love that. I love the energy. I love the attitude. And you know what? When you work with different species and you have a large staff, that better be your attitude. You're already, you're screwed if you don't have that attitude, right? You have to just feel like it energizes you and and it feeds your spirit because if not, it will definitely bring you down. So let's just kind of keep talking about that a little bit. I'm interested. When you think about going to, let's just say, 40 pet sitters, what's the barrier to get there or what's the secret sauce to get there? You know, I'm working on that number myself right now, that secret sauce. You know, it, it has to do with, you know, getting out there, marketing your business, getting in front of your clients, you know, networking, I believe. I'm a big networker. I believe in networking. A lot of pet sitters don't. I also network with other pet sitters, which a lot of people in our industry are afraid to do that. And you should not be afraid of it because if they can't do it and you've got a good relationship with them, they're going to refer to you because they trust that you're going to take care of the animals the same way that they do. I mean, why do you think this is, Jess? Wait, let's talk about this for a second. I I have to interrupt because it's just, it is the thing, right? It's the kind of unspoken Mm -hmm. thing in our industry. So for those of you listening right now who who happen to own a pet sitting business, dog walking or otherwise, this is the thing that everyone's probably nodding their head around. I know that that was my main driver. I felt lonely as a dog walker. I felt like my comp- my competitors just hated me. And I don't I had no bearing for that. There was no obvious that was never evidence, but it just felt really really isolating. Like what's your advice to get people past that? And what are some tactical things that they can because not everyone you're not listen, Jess listen, you are a natural networker. You're, you're just like a natural. I've seen you float through the room. You just know how to do it. That is a skill. That is a gift that you have. Let's just be honest and say that most pet folks don't necessarily have that strong of a gift. What do you say to them? What do you say to get them comfortable so they don't feel so isolated or they don't feel as though they are, they don't have a community that they can rely on? You know, start looking in your community. There's a couple of things you can do. You know, look around, see who your fellow pet sitters, invite them for coffee. Go to a neutral ground and have coffee and just get to know each other. That's the step one. Step two, you know, I am a firm believer. I met a ton of people when I joined the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. I went to my first conference and I had no idea that there was a group of people that wanted to get together and they wanted to talk and they wanted to share ideas. It was like, you walk away and your mind was blown from the conference and learning all that stuff. And I found people in my area and I stayed friends with them. And I stayed, you know, I have a girlfriend I met four years ago at the conference and she and I get together at least every other month and have dinner just to catch up, make sure that we're talking and stuff. And it's probably one of the better things I've ever done. You know, join Facebook. There's tons of groups for pet sitters, you know, find people in your local area. It's all about finding people, becoming friends, and being able to work together with them. If you can't do that, then you are going to always be lonely. And that's how I have found out, you know, not to be so lonely. Because it can be a very lonely and isolating job, this industry. But I, well, I think being an entrepreneur is lonely and isolating. <laughs> I don't think, you know, industry aside, yeah. but then you throw the industry in and it becomes even tenfold because that's just what the industry offers. I want to uh, make sure that we talk a little bit more. I really like where you're going with, you know, how to look around and find folks that are like-minded and talking about NAPS. That, of course, leads me to the question of how in the world did you end up on the board of directors and what are your plans in terms of being the president of that organization and how do you see that impacting your business? So we're going to 
to take a quick break. We're going to come back, talk about the NAPS piece. And then I also, from there, I think that you're incredibly innovative. I think that you're always looking for opportunities. I think that you're very brave. And clearly, that is all. Anyone who's listening is hearing some of that. But I want to talk about your entree into the digital space with the other company as well. So we're going to make sure when we get back that we talk about some NAPS stuff and then some um, Kenan Concierge stuff. So we'll be back with Jessica Abernathy in a few minutes. Go ahead and take a break. All right, Jamie Migdahl, When Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. We'll be back. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active for Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active for Pets. Ready to try Active for Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of active4pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All right, so here we are, folks. We're back. This is Jamie Migdahl, your host, Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. And we are just talking during the break about Jessica not being shy. And I said, of course, <laughs> really, I, I had no idea you seem so shy. So in your whole mandate of not being shy, you became a member of National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Wait, will you give the um, website for NAPS really quick for folks that would be interested in joining? Sure. It is petsitters.org, and that's plural pet. Okay. By the way, I would like to just say for the record, and I think I shared this with you at one point, that I was like member, I think like 420 back in the day when I joined NAPS. I love NAPS. So it's just like an incredible organization. So what are your plans? What are your plans in terms of becoming president? What are you hoping to see the organization do as a whole? And how do you look to impact that? You know, we have been doing a lot of changes in the last 
with our past president, Sherry. She was awesome and continues to be awesome. Yvette is our current president. It's awesome, the stuff that they're doing. And I just want to continue in their legacy. We're working on improving our education. We have a great educational program with NAPS. And we're working on possibly doing a in-person certification. Certification. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's a hard. We're working on. <laughs> yeah, we're working on an in-person certification. Things like that. We want to continue to get it so that our members are networking and being educated constantly. So we were working on that. We also started a wonderful program called the Pet Parent Program, where we're working with our pet parents on educating them on how to find a professional pet sitter and anything else that we can help them educational-wise so that they get the best experience for themselves and their pets with their pet sitters. So, so do like you know about, well, this is interesting because I just was, I just joined a committee for a board of directors for a new organization. I don't know if you and I talked about this yet, but the, um, the PAC, Professional Animal Care Certification Council, are you familiar with that yet? No, I'm not. All right. Well, this is going to blow your mind. Well, you know, we can talk about this. Like, I'll talk about it for a second right now. And just, I'll hook you up with all the information. But there's a group of um, professional pet people, right, all across all different verticals who have noticed this exact same, we'll call it a pain point in the industry, which is that there is no barrier to entry, right? Anyone can go get a business card made and all of a sudden you're a pet sitter. And how is that impacting public safety? How is that impacting pet care um, in terms of, you know, health and wellness? There's a whole bunch of things that maybe pet parents aren't thinking about when they're hiring a pet sitter. So love that NAPS is working on that initiative. Think that it's absolutely time for that. There's a lot of confusion in the marketplace about what is a pet professional. So anyway, this a bunch of people got together and they introduced the press release just came out a couple weeks ago. And I'll make sure I forward that to you. And for anyone else that wants to check out the website, it's P-A-C-C-E-R-T dot org, Professional Animal Care Certification Council. And it is literally a team of industry experts who wanted to uh, respond to this need that we want to be able to show high quality providers. We want to be able to take the high quality providers and give them some credibility and some credentials behind their name and behind their business's name. So we obviously have a lot to talk about and we'll totally do that offline. We'll hook up and we'll talk all about the things that I'm, I know about this organization and my involvement. And obviously there's a big tie-in for what you're doing with National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. But again, this is all like, this is like time, right? It's all happening right now. There have been a lot of, I mean, let's just be honest, there's been a lot of things in the news that have damaged the pet industry because of these frequent reports of serious pet accidents and even deaths. And it's really hard to teach people or educate people or give them the tools to make decisions about who to hire to walk or sit or even where they board their dogs for that matter. So this is like, this is super cool because this is all, everyone's trending in the same direction. All of these professional organizations and all of these people who care so much about the welfare of animals and our animal companions are really, we're all getting on board here. There's got to be something we do. There's a revolution happening around this. And I think that our listeners, this is really important information to get out there. This is a, my company, FetchFind. That's what we're about. We're about helping great businesses find great qualified staff. So like you said earlier, Jessica, so they can be just as good as the owners of those businesses. So love all that. And, uh, and we'll talk more about that, like I said, offline. So tell me now, let's change directions a little bit because you're just this incredible entrepreneur. Tell me how you are enjoying your, your digital experience. And let's talk about what that business is. That's Chicago Canine Concierge. And I actually love it. 
I like helping people. It's always been something I have a passion for. I think that's why I love this industry because you're helping people with their animals. Chicago Canine Concierge is a company where if you, say, move to Chicago and you know no one, you contact us and say, Jessica, I need a dog walker, a vet, a groomer, and I might need a realtor in a month. And I have vetted already these people and I find them in your area that already have availability and I send them to you. I tell you that these are the three walkers in your area that have availability. You know, you get to choose from those three. Here's a great vet and here's another great vet. They're both about two miles from your house. Here's three groomers that are in your area that you might like. You know, try each one out and figure out which one you like. And this is your realtor that will help you find a pet-friendly building in Chicago that will take Fluffy with you. So that's what By the way, oh, no, we interviewed Jason Feldman last week yeah, from I know you did, um, Pet-Friendly Realtor. Okay, yeah. So we're psyched that you support him because he just seems like just uh, he is a really great guy doing some really great stuff. So now you're yeah. so the website the website is obviously it's right now Chicago centric. Do you have some plans to do things to scale that business into other into other geography? Yes, we're planning on growing it by 2016. We're hopefully to be in um the major markets: L.A., San Francisco, maybe Miami, New York. That's what our goal is, is so that we are across the country helping pet parents find things that they need so that they have the one-stop shopping constantly. How can people track your progress? Because I feel like if someone's listening to this, let's say in New York, and of course they are listening, and they want to keep abreast of, this, of your development, what's the best way for them to do that? You know, you can follow us on Twitter or you can follow us on Facebook, you know, on our Facebook fan page and it's Chicago Canine Concierge on Facebook and we constantly are updating what we're doing and things that we have going on all the time on there. And our website will be in making announcements eventually about where we're going to be next. Our next city, truthfully, is going to be New York is where we're heading. So awesome. we're awesome. working on that. Yeah, we're working on that one next. So that's really yeah, awesome. On your website, I don't know if you, I can't remember if you have this or not. Do you have a newsletter sign up opportunity for folks or a contact I me do. type of field? Yep. Uh, Feel free to all right, sign up. Great. Yep. We have okay, a, cool. So, all right. Awesome. That's so good to know. Well, you are, you, my friend, and you are my friend, you are just awesome. I just, I can't get over how you just got to this industry and just blew it up the way that you're blowing it up. I mean, you're, you're all over the place and not just like all over the place in a scattered way. You are finding incredibly meaningful ways to connect with people and with professionals and with the community at large. You're just doing really impressive things. If someone wants to get a hold of you and ask you some questions beyond our small chat here, is there a way for them to do that? Are you comfortable giving out your email and putting on the spot right now. Are you comfortable doing that? Totally. Just the uh, okay. office at chicagocanineconcierge.com. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. If you have a simple question, you need advice, anything. We are working, which I didn't tell you, but we're working on a business development program to help smaller pet sitting companies with growing. So we're working wow, on part huge. of that. We just launched a small portion where we'll help you write your blogs and your newsletters and, and help you with some other small stuff. So feel free to reach out to us anytime. We love now answering. Is, we love talking to everybody. Wait, is that service that you just talked about, is that through Chicago Canyon Concierge or is that through a different, where would they get nope. that information? Through Chicago Canyon Concierge? It's, it's, yep, it's under the about okay. us. It's, we're calling it the development page. And just so everybody knows that we have partnered up, and just going to throw this, you know, shameful plug out there, Jamie. We have partnered up with Fetch Find so that we can help small businesses 
find the right people for their company. So we're working with Fetch Fine through this, and we're working with uh, another company, another shameful plug, Jamie, K9 Link, on doing some education <laughs> here in Chicago. So, okay. Between- so listen, okay, you are awesome, and you are my friend, and the, you, but I, listen, those were shameful plugs. Because by the way, you guys, Jessica just talked about my other two companies, but that's okay because they're all, we're all in this together, and that's why you and I are friends, and we are like minded because we know yes. that there are tools needed for pet businesses to be successful and the professionals within Amen. those businesses to have an awesome life. Yep. All right. On that note, let me say on that note, you are terrific and wonderful and lovely, all things about you. And you have a beautiful tattoo that I love, by the way. And yeah. um, you. <laughs> you're welcome. Been a pleasure talking to you, Jessica. I'm so glad that you joined me on the show today. And like you guys heard, if you want to reach out to Jessica, she's awesome. And let me tell you, she's not kidding. She will totally help you. If you need to get a hold of me, Jamie at PetLifeRadio.com, my personal site, JamieMigdahl.com. Yes. Thank you so much for spending the time hanging out with Jessica and I talking about pet business stuff and how geeky we are and how much we love this industry. And hopefully it inspired you to take a deeper look at some of the things that you want to do, or at least find some to find some comfort to know that there are great people like Jessica out there who want to see you be successful. For Pet Life Radio, this is Pets Mean Business, the wonderful, wonderful show where we like to make people feel happy about the pet industry. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. Jessica, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much. You're welcome. All right, guys. We'll see you next time on Pets Mean Business. Have a great day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.